0: For an incredible, wild, wild, incredible daf, incredible daf. What is the daf today? Daf Nun Gimel, page 53 in the Hiddiquem, that's today's daf, we're going to pick up on the bottom of Nun Beis and Mur Beis on the very bottom line of 52B. Now, primarily, we're not going to start out with this, but primarily what today's daf is going to focus on is uh, how to view responsibility of oxen specifically that fall into the pit and get hurt or killed Through other causes Or through multiple causes So how much of an onus do you put on the owner of the pit How much do you put on the one who pushed the oxen Or things that got in the way Or let's say multiple things Pushed the oxen you know, so, uh, And the Gemara is going to get into pretty much Every possible approach that you can have. And what are the owner of the pit going to say to the one who scared the ox? And what's the owner, What could the other person say? And just keep shoving a back on each other. To so, r- really help us uh, learn how to think through the, uh, the process of m- when multiple variables happen. To, uh, to cause the damage. So here we go. Nafalabar. In the meantime we are going to go back to the missional, Which tells us that if an animal fell forward into the pit. The balabar is chayas. If the animal fell backward, the balabar is putter. Okay? Not responsible. Now this needs to be understood. I mean, who really cares about the position that the animal falls into? So let's remember, we had a dispute as to what the main damage that comes about through the pit is. What's the damage? What what's part of the pit is damaging? Is it the hevel? It, is it the dankness of the pit, the air inside the pit? Or is it the floor of the pit itself. Now, if initially, what you could think is that if it's the dankness of the pit, our mishnah makes a lot of sense. Because when it falls forward, so then what's initially causing harm? The air. And that's what's causing the damage. So, you should be high, But if it falls backwards. So then, the main problem is going to be the floor. And we don't care about the floor. We don't care about the impact. We care about the, uh, we care about the air. And maybe you already got hurt in the floor before the air. But if you say the main thing is the is the um, floor anyways, then why should there be a difference between what position it was in as it fell? So that's what we're gonna deal with initially. Um Rav says the of of when it means forward it means literally forward. backward it means literally backward. The we're both dealing but it got damaged in the pit. Why? Because Rav Lutameh Rav's consistent with his own reasoning, when the Torah says you're responsible to pay for pit, the problem is the air and not the impact of the floor, and therefore you're responsible when it falls forward, and not responsible when it falls backward. Shmuel says, no. Shmuel's of the opinion that really, whether it falls forward or backward into the pit, you're going to be chayov. Now, Shmuel's in Amira, and this is arguing on the Mishnah, it seems, so we have to explain this. Shmuel, Itame, and Shmuel would be consistent with his own reasoning, the Amar Shmuel says, if you're obligated on the dankness of the air in the pit, how much more so are you obligated for the impact? Says Gemara, okay, fine. So that's how Rob and Shmuel argue. Now, according to Shmuel, we have a problem because Shmuel says that the whole problem is the impact. If you follow the problem being the impact, should it make a difference how it fell? What difference if it first fell on its nose or it first fell on its bottom? Snaps its neck. Huh? Snaps its neck. Then it does make a difference. Why? Well, either way, we'll say if no, it's a strong problem. enough of an impact. We, we don't find that the tenth fachim is that it cracked its neck. We don't find the body part makes the naskamino. We find that it gets killed anyway. Right. Okay? so <clears throat> says the Gemara, So according to Shmuel, I don't. We have a problem because Shmuel says you're obligated on impacts. So then what does it mean in the Mishnah that if it falls backwards, you're putter? So he says like this. I'll tell you. You know what it means is mikayil hakriya. It means that it fell in mikayil hakriya. Remember the case of the Mishnah was. Where there was somebody banging inside the pit, and that's what caused the animal to fall into the pit, and it uh, and there was uh, and there was uh, damage. So, damage so to the ox.
1: And what about the person in the pit?
0: We don't worry. No, he's fine. He's fine. But it was the banging inside the pit that startled the ox and caused the ox to fall in. To, to fall in. So says Shmuel, When are the Potter, when you're gonna be potter, you're going to bar. I'll tell you the case. Ready? The animal, the axe, tripped on the bar. You ever walking and you miss a step? Trip on the opening of the pit, the nafal, la bar, But you fell outside the bar. And that's where we say. That the owner of the pit is not going to be responsible Because the ox got hurt outside the pit Not from the impact in the floor of the pit So Acheirov doesn't mean backwards Acheirov means outside the pit That's how Shmuel is going to explain the mission He fell
1: down outside the pit and then rolled into the pit Not even
0: He stumbled on the pit He tripped on the pit But he got damaged outside the pit We're not going to put the responsibility on the owner of the pit even though you caused the ox to lose its footing. Okay? You ca- you're a grammar. You're a grammar. You caused, but we're not going to financially obligate you based upon a grammar. Okay? So that's uh, that's how is going to understand the mission. La of means into the pit. You're responsible. La means outside the pit. That's how is going to interpret it. Yell's
1: not happy. No, I mean, it's okay with you, it's okay with me. Okay, okay. <laughs> No, I hear. I, mean, I hear. Uh, what's the difference if he gets, if, if he, what's the difference if the pit causes the animal to get hurt outside the pit or he gets hurt inside the pit? So I'll tell you the difference. If the pit is responsible for him getting hurt.
0: No, because Shmuel holds the responsibility of pit is that when the ox falls in, it gets hurt on the impact on the bottom of the pit, which is your land. Whoever dug it, it's your area that's damaging it. Yeah. Okay. But since outside the pit is not your land It's not your pit that caused damage You know what, even if it is your land, doesn't matter It's not it, It's not a bar damage
1: So what do you mean with that, he, that the pit's responsible for tripping him or hurting him or
0: whatever The ox is walking, loses its footing Like we miss a step, right? Loses its footing it has nothing to do with the pit then Other than losing its footing, it has nothing to do with the pit It lost its footing because there's an opening of the pit so imagine. So
1: it does have to do with the
0: pit. Correct, but it didn't get damaged in the pit. So imagine like this. Are you gonna move also? Imagine, imagine <laughs> you have, you have uh, it's, it's a, but, it's actually better this way. Of the pit.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: It's actually better this way, silence, okay? So the ox is walking. Yeah. The ox is walking, and the, as, pretend this is the, a pit, right here. Okay, as it's walking, it steps partially here and loses its footing but falls over
1: here.
0: Yeah, We're not going to say the owner of the pit's responsible. He caused the ox to lose its footing, but the damage didn't happen on on, uh, on the pit, and therefore it's not bar damage, you're a grumma, and you're not responsible. That's the, that's the chiddush of Shmo. Okay. Now, bottom line is, let's just get this clear. Let's get this clear. Our Mishnah said again, if the animal falls in forward, Chayev. Falls in backward, putter. According to Rav, It means, both cases mean, it fell into the pit. One is when it fell in forward, you're responsible because of the bad air. And when you fell in backwards, you're not responsible because the problem didn't come about through the air. According to Shmuel, Lafonov means it fell into the pit. And the Achorov means it fell outside of the pit due to the pit. Okay, because it lost its footing over there. Now let's challenge this. Says the Gemara Eswey, that's a challenging question. Bevar, animal falls into a pit, when it falls into a pit, you're responsible whether it falls forward or backwards. To yufta de this is an up on Rav, because according to Rav, he says, you're only responsible when it falls into a pit forward. Am Rav May Rav, Rav will agree, get ready for this, when somebody digs a pit in their own domain and then makes the pit hefker. Dechayev, you're responsible if somebody gets hurt or an animal gets hurt on, in, in the pit, even if it fell in backwards. So if I dig a pit and make it hefker, so people could walk there, an, ox, an oxen could walk there, Rav will agree, it doesn't matter if it fell in forwards or backwards, you're going to be responsible. Why? Here we go. The owner of the ox will say to the owner of the pit, either way, if it died because of the bad air, the bad air is your problem. You didn't make the bad air uh, uh, hefker, you made the bottom of the pit hefker. And if you're going to say it's Chavotah, Chavotah didachat. The problem is you dug this pit initially and therefore you're the one responsible for the pit. So Mamon of no matter what, no matter, how you cut, uh, no matter how you cut it over here, you are responsible. And therefore it's not an upslug, it's not a, a challenging question on Rav. Rabba Amar Rabbah says... The case is, maybe the animal turned over, which means that it started falling in for uh, head first, then it ended up falling on its back. So the uh, the bad air initially hurt it as it started falling in, but then when it fell, it turned over, and and therefore, um, the the one who digs the pit, should be, should be potter according to Rav. Amar, Here we're dealing with damage That was done to the pit By the ox, incredible He changes the whole thing, he says no, no 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 Everybody relax, everybody relax Don't think we're dealing in the Mishnah with A case where a pit damaged an ox Rather the case is the ox fell in And damaged the pit How uh, Good question My Nehu, in what way What happened Shehivish Esmeimov That the uh, by the ox falling in, the dirty ox ruined the fresh water that was inside the bar, it ruined fresh water that was inside the pit, and the Mishnas and the Bryce is letting me know, whether the ox fell in head first, whether the ox fell in backwards, he's going to be responsible to pay for the water inside the pit. So according to Rabbi Yosef, he is turning the whole thing on its head, turning the whole thing on its head, similar to what somebody just did to me and showed before, uh, with a shot from the uh, the taz. I'll tell you in a moment. But basically, let's just explain the Guevara. We've been learning. We're trying to understand the brayz which says you're obligated bain lefun of bain laachar. Of one second, rav says you're only responsible due to hevel, so that should be only head first. How are you going to understand the brayz that says you're responsible when it falls in uh, when it falls in uh, backwards or bottom first? It says nah. Explain something. The axe didn't get damaged. We're not dealing with the bad air to the ox. The ox damaged the pit. Damaged the water inside the pit. And that's where we say, Bein Lafan of Bein Lacher of Chayef. The owner of the ox is Chayef. But it would be true if we're dealing with the damage of the ox, it would only be responsible if a felon had first. So he's changing the whole thing on its head. What happened before is yesterday we asked the Shaila, the Timin Chamariv, which was um, one of the reasons Rashi gives why Yaakov didn't want to be buried in Mitzrayim. Is because he did. He knew the earth was going to turn to lice, so we asked, but it didn't. The uh, it didn't affect uh, the yidden, right? The lice didn't affect the yidden. So why is Yaakov concerned that the lice are going to affect his body? He's got a Jewish body, so we give a few answers. He give a few answers. One of the things. One of the things that um, David Pernikov came over and told me that he saw in the. I think he quoted from the Taz today. The Taz says. That, you know, one of the things we wanted to say is maybe in Gaishan, right? Maybe in Geishan, one of the answers given in Geishan, or part of the question was in Geishan that uh, there was no lice. So he says, I there was lice. The Mephoshim say that lice is one of the the things that happened in Geishan. So he says the whole question is not a question, because according to the Taz, the Taz says perhaps that we're assuming Yaakov would have been buried in Geishan, but the same way Paro had a problem with burying him in Eretz Yisrael, it could be he wouldn't have allowed Yaakov to be buried in Gaishan either. It's possible. It's, very, it's, a, it's a strong possibility that Pyro would have forced Yaakov to be buried in other parts of Mitzrayim as Bracha, and therefore the whole question didn't start. The whole question is based off of, you know, that uh, why would it impact him? Uh, you know, so you could say, it's like basic. You're just turning the whole thing around. You say, who says Pyro would have let that? And if I can't prove it, I don't have a question in the first place, which, uh, which he's right about. Okay, here we go. Tani, uh, tani Ravchia Lisiola Rav. Rafhiel butter is supporting Rav. It says, Vinofal, that it falls into the pit. derech nefila, you're only responsible when the animal falls in. nefila, Mikano, from here we learn. If the animal hears a sound that gets startled and falls forward into the pit, Chayav of the Akri Mikola if it falls backwards from the sound of the banging inside the pit, Potter. You're going to be puttered. I want to pause for a minute and notice that there's a pit here and there's somebody inside the pit clopping away. Now the question is, why? Why is there somebody in the pit clopping away? What are you doing? You're banging my hummon? He
1: is enlarging the
0: pit. Oh, okay. Says Steve. Okay. Steve says he's enlarging the pit. Who, the owner or somebody else? The digger. Okay, so maybe it's a digger, somebody else who's inside the pit and making it larger. Now if that's going to be true Steve you're going to end up with an issue because not only is the owner of the pit now going to be responsible you could possibly say the one making it larger is also responsible.
1: Well he would work for the owner of the pit.
0: Or not. Or not. Because we could be dealing with the Rosh Hashanah we could be dealing with the public domain. Okay. So here we go. Beautiful. So here we go. Vizeh Vizeh Bebar. And we're both dealing with a case of bar. Now what does this mean? Omar Omar. The Tana taught us. Let's clarify. If an axe falls in from the sound of the banging, you chayev. Am I? kura garamla. Says one second. Why is the owner of the pit responsible? Let him say kura garamla. Let him say the guy begging inside the pit is what caused him to, fit in, to, to fall into the pit. It's the digging that caused him to fall in. Why should I be responsible? Let the digger be responsible. He says like this. That since you cannot collect damage this is going to lead us onto a circus of information, a beautiful mamish. different ways. It says, "You know why you're responsible to the owner of the pit?" I say, why don't you look at the digger and say, "digger, what about you? You know what the owner of the axe is going to say? I know you want me to look at the digger, but the digger is a grandma. He was just making noise down there. And since I can't collect money from him, I'm coming to you." Don't tell me you're not involved here. It's your pit. You want to say, yeah, but the digging startled it. So what do we do? Collect from the digger? I can't collect, and therefore there's only one guy left standing. By default. And that's you. Now, in order to say this, there's a lot of tire on this. This is, if you were giving an eon shear on this, this is major, major this because in order for the owner of the pit to say this, it would have to be that the digger... Has not yet really widened the pit in a way that it can impact the ox falling in. Because the moment he's actually widened any area big enough to change anything, he's not just a grum, right? So it has to be the case that it's it's a it's a it's a small period of time where the guy started digging but didn't impact anything. That's the after that's the <laughs> first, but didn't impact anything yet as far as the the width of the pit, as far as the depth, of, you know. The bottom, the time we learned to the Shard Here we go. Get ready. This is the fun ride. If an ox pushes another ox into a pit, who's responsible? The ox that pushed, or the owner of the pit? The owner of the ox. Huh? The owner of the ox that pushed, the owner of the pit. So, says the Brysa, Balashar Chayf. It's the owner of the ox that's responsible. And Balabar putter, the owner of the pit, even though his pit caused the damage, putter. But if not so, no, no, no. Bala Michelle, and Balabar, Michelle, They do a split ski. Mm. Each one pays half. So you see, Lafi, the, the Tanakama, according to Tanakama, you go at what caused, pushed the ox in, gored the ox. Gored, it says. It's important. Gored the ox. And according to Reb Nassim, just because it gored it doesn't mean anything. The owner of the pit is still responsible, even though something else caused it to fall in. Okay? Says the Gemara, But we learned Reb Nassen says, Really, when one axe gores another axe and makes it fall into a pit, the owner of the axe should pay one quarter and the owner of the pit should pay three quarters. Now this is different to what he said before. Before he said do a splitski. 50-50. Like Kasha, Habatam huh? Habamud. Maybe the difference is between the Tam and the moored. Okay? So when the ox that damaged, follow this carefully. When the ox that damaged is a Tam, the owner will pay one quarter and the owner of the pit will pay three quarters. Pause. Tell me the logic for that. It has to be. It has to be that really... Each one is completely responsible, but when you can't collect from one, you just by default could go to somebody else, because what's happening here is if the owner of the pit does bear responsibility.
1: If 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 um, if we have a simple case of the, of the, of the ox falling into the pit, mm-hmm. so how much does the, the owner of the pit? Nobody, pays?
0: Gordon. Yeah. The owner of the pit pays nazik shali. Full damage.
1: Full. Yeah.
0: Pay full damage. Another so ox gores it and pushes it in. So that's why
1: he paid the three quarters.
0: Oh, very good. Because what, what Yale's chopping ice over here is that, you know why he pays three quarters? Because the reason why they do split ski is not because each one is half responsible. Lafira of Nussan, each one's fully responsible. So if I, what's going to happen? Just since they're both fully responsible, you pay 50-50. But what would happen in a case where I can't collect the full 50% from one side what will happen? The other side is going to have to pick up the slack, and therefore you'll go back to paying three quarters and one quarter. Which means, according to Rav Nossin Gishmak, according to Rav whenever you have a case where you would collect payment, but there's something getting in the way, the other one could be uh, the onus could be put on the other one. Ubetam In a case of Tom, what does he hold? What, what is Rav Nossin following? If a suffer high kul hezeka ofad if Ravnoson holds that the owner of the goring ox is <laughs> considered to have done full damage, for high kul hezeka of the owner of the pit is doing full damages, high mshalim palga, behind mshalim palga, then we should be back to 50-50. a suffer high palga hezeka ofad, but if Ravnoson holds that the goring ox is doing half damage, and he holds the the owner of the pit is doing half damage, ofad behind palga hezeka ofad, balabar mshalim palgo, balabar mshalim revia, vidach revia mafsid. If it would be, if it would be that if nothing holds that you both are doing half the damage, guess what would happen if a tom gores an animal, pushes him into a pit? You know what would happen? The owner of the pit would still pay half. The owner of the goring ox would pay a quarter. And the last quarter, he shouldn't have to pay anything. From the fact that he says that it's three quarters and a quarter is a proof that he puts the complete onus on, on all of them. I'm a rabbi. Rabbi says, Rav Nosson Dayanahu, he says, let me tell you something deep. Let me tell you something profound. Rav Nosson is a Dayan. As uh, you say this, I want to tell you something in life. Yeah? Rav Nossin is a Dayan. A Dayan knows the lumpness of the matter. <laughs>
1: I'll
0: tell you why this is, is, is incredible. People think.
1: That's
0: an interesting statement. Isn't that an
1: interesting statement? I mean, I,
0: you, People you, think otherwise. You,
1: but you don't hear the more talk about Oh, this guy is, is a member of the basin, and he, because he's a member of the basin, he is considered to be. Blah, blah, blah. You, you know, you ever see that? I'll, I'll tell you the message here. I'll tell you the message.
0: There's times where people, and, and it does play out true a little differently than the at times. Sometimes people are lamdanim, but be, and part of their being lamdanim is they have a very hard time coming to a psak halacha because they they don't they don't they see all strip sides, it down
1: they see all, all
0: that's the and then they take the chumr side they take can, the chumr the can, side can. either they don't come with a psak, Right, because you see all the lumdus of it, or it's just, it's say stripped down, but it doesn't become lamaisa. Okay? The tachlis of lambdas is to become lamisa, is to make it practical and applicable. More than that, to be a true daion, a true daion, which is not so common, and from what I've seen, some is when you know the ins and outs of something so clear, down to psak, that there's times where when things change, you understand the ins Nuance, and outs of it. Nuances. You understand the nuances and the lumps of it. That allows you to be a true Dayan. As opposed to just being like, Adaya uh, nine. One of my uh, Rashivas told me once, he says, Menachem, you know, seen a, a and a he, says he learned. I've shared this before. He learned this at a Hasna. I've shared this multiple times. He was an aide yichud. He was an aide on a yichud room at a wedding, and they were davening Mariv outside the yichud room in the hallway. So, an aide needs kavana. The door, you have to be in there for five minutes, seven minutes, depending on the on the uh, Masada how long he wants you to be there. So, my Rebbe was being an aide on the yichud room, and they were starting Mariv outside in the hallway. Now he wanted to have marv with a minion. The problem was that an aide needs kavana, and if he dav, he's going to be having kavana on marv. But the door to the yichid room opened outwards to the hallway. So he knew that if he stood right in front of the door, there's no way the chasen could walk out without knocking him over. So he wanted to know whether he could have a marv with the minion, or whether or not. So he said he asked, he asked the reshiva, and The Rashiva said, absolutely not. You cannot, be, you, you cannot have a Dominion. You're an Eid You need Kavano on the, on the." I said he asked a big, uh, a big Rav. And the Rav's like, yeah, Vada. Of course you could. He's still in front of the door. You know you're an Eid. Good. He says, that's the... He told me when I... <laughs> he said, that's the div- a, a, a Rav and a rashiva. Now, he wasn't telling me which one's right, which one's wrong. But there, there's two them here. Now, ideally, what the Gemara is testifying about Rav Nosen is that it wasn't a steer. He was everything. He was everything. It takes tiefkite to be a true Tiefkite? T-
1: depth.
0: It takes depth, right? It takes it to know what it is. To, to the, 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 the more it, the, the, of the nitty-gritty a person understands, the deeper you can go. So that's why it's a fascinating statement. I'm a Rav. Rav says... So he knows the depth behind the halach, and I'll get ready for this. Rav Nassim holds that each one, both the goring axe and the pit, did the entire damage. Let them do a split ski? No. The axe could tell the order of the pit. Listen, if I'm paying for half the damage... Since my ox is a tom, what's it helping me at all that you're my partner in the damage? See, I would have paid half anyway. I would pay half because my, my animal's a tom. So if your pit wouldn't be there and my ox would gore your ox and damaged it by itself, you know how much I would pay? Half. I would have paid half. So now that you're my shutif, now that you're my partner because your pit was there and did the damage... We should split that. We should split that. And there, and therefore, the remaining quarter has to be paid by the Balabar. Has to be paid by the owner of the pit. That's Mahalach number one. That's Ravah's Mahalach. You by same. Another approach could be. have a of it. Maybe he doesn't hold that everybody did the entire damage. Maybe each one holds that the goring ox is considered to have done half and the pit is considered to have done half. This they're going to ask, I... So let the pit owner pay half and let the owner of the ton pay half of the half, let him pay one quarter, and the last quarter is just a loss to the owner of the ox. Maybe that he should take a loss, right? Your ox got gored, fell into a pit. You end up maybe you should end up taking three quarters of the damage. No. The owner of the ox could tell the owner of the pit. I'm not too Listen, bottom line, buddy, my ox, the owner of the dead ox, will say to the pit. Listen, my ox was found inside your pit and therefore you killed it what do I care the only ox is going to say in one pit like this listen sweetie pie where is my axe dead in your pit so you're responsible you want to go and say, oh, but an ox pushed it in? That's your husband. Go get somebody else to join you. Bottom line is, I need to be paid. And don't tell me to take a loss on the last quarter. Dead ox in your pit? What's the halacha? Nezak You want to go and include somebody else? You go take care of that. That's not my cheshman. And if that guy only has to pay a quarter? So you'll fill the gap. That's why you pay three quarters, another guy pays one quarter. That's the V by Yoseba, right? No, it's a good sefarah. I think
1: he's right.
0: No, okay, that's that's another possible approach. We have two mahalchim. No, why the owner of the pit's going to pay makes, three quarters and the, makes, the owner of the board. It
1: Makes sense,
0: right? It, it makes, makes sense, sense if it's true to, that the the ox being in the pit is the starting point. If you're going to say that the well, the, w- the location of the damage uh, is the starting point, the other approach what's is the,
1: what's the story, of course it's no, the not necessarily point. true. You know, well, if theoretically, if the ox could be pushed and come out of that pit and not be hurt, if such a messiah is possible, right? then you have a case. Okay. But if it's impossible... Right. Then
0: I hear... I hear bottle, in other words, the ox right now is dead. It's dead. Right. It got gored by another ox, which well, could have killed then it. then you have
1: to prove that it was hit... That, that ox was... Did, did the...
0: But the, the, the owner of the that, victimized he ox dandre- he did that damage. Right, the so, owner of the victimized ox is saying, though, that the onus of responsibility to prove what happened is, is on the pit guy.
1: That's right.
0: I I, that's good. That's uh, That's who another else, approach who, for him. Who, who,
1: who else is going to? Well, be, maybe to the owner. The case against them.
0: The owner of the victimized ox himself. The, owner, the victim instead of putting the onus on the pit to prove that somebody else partnered with him in the damage maybe the onus is on the victimized ox to prove that it wasn't the uh, the other damager the owner of the
1: victimized ox
0: only knows that his ox is dead uh, right but he also knows that it was gored.
1: well but that's but that but you don't know if that's
0: okay so the question is who, who has to prove okay. I hear both tell no, I mean, you don't know I, if
1: that's his responsibility
0: or not. Okay, I hear. Right, who's responsibility to prove? But either way, that's why I said this is a fascinating Gemara because it really—that's why I started out today's daf. This Gemara really teaches us like how to think through the stuff how to think through
1: well, who's because
0: responsible because when there's multiple.
1: Because you have the revolving door over here. Because you have every time you open up, <laughs> right? another edge you got something else happening that's right, right. every time something else happening it's
0: a <laughs> right you can push it on to
1: the next crazy. guy that's right yeah. Let's yeah. Out. Yeah.
0: go ahead dave go ahead
1: right. So wait how do we know that the ox didn't die before filling the hole from the quarry?
0: right you don't know you don't know for sure other than you look at the the what certainly impacted the ox which was the bottom of the pit and that's the khidish of this of this Iba of this other approach, that's the novel idea we're saying over here, is that the the victim, the owner of the victimized ox, can say to the owner of the pit, "Listen, all I see in front of me is my ox in your pit, and it's dead. You want to tell me otherwise? That's you. Go figure it out. You want to say that? Oh, but it was the guy who pushed it. That that I don't know. I, I just see my dead ox in your pit, and and you can start from that angle. Okay. All right. Here we go. Raba says two dots five lines from the bottom somebody puts a stone next to the opening of a pit and the ox comes trips over the over the stone and falls into a pit it would be the same issue as an ox goring and pushing it into a pit okay the same conversation we have when one ox pushed another okay. ox into the, way the
1: way pit they brought that up because yesterday i didn 't ask the question we talked about if you build a like a one-foot... Elevation. Elevation outside. That's exactly
0: what this is. Well, no, that that in, case could just that be... that case,
1: we said... In that case, we said... No.
0: Because that, that, all that means is the ox walked up. It doesn't mean that it tripped on it. That's what caused it to fall into the pit. Well, you don't know. I yeah, mean, okay. So we're saying if one I mean, person it's puts it's a stone one, next one to a kid, pit...
1: Yeah, so that's it's the same thing. No,
0: because they're hit, in our case, it stumbled on the stone. The, so whoever put the stone causes it yes, to trip.
1: And, and its elevation? What, what, elevation
0: what didn't cause it to fall. It could have walked in by itself uh, anyway. It just wasn't careful. Not necessarily that it caused it to fall. Not necessarily, you don't know that. It just made it higher, so it caused it to die. But it would have fallen in anyway because you, you made an elevation. But says the Gemara Pshita, why why would the stone on the edge of the pit that made it trip be different than the case of the ox? Ma'utem, I would say, Hosomhu Amar Bala Bar the Bala Shar let the by the um, by the two oxen, where one pushed the other one, let the owner of the pit say to the owner of the ox. Elav bira didi turadidah chavikatonah. Listen, if not for my pit, the pushing of your ox, the goring of your ox would have killed it anyway, and therefore you, in that case, you're at least uh, responsible in some way, shape, or form because your ox gored my ox pretty pretty stark. Avalecha, put over here we're tripped over. And that's what calls it into the pit. Matsyamale, let the owner, the guy who put the stone, say to the owner of the pit, listen. Matsyamale, bala evon bala bar. Ilav biradidach. One second. Pit owner, if not for your pit being near where I put the stone, avna didi ma didi a uvda. What would my stone have done if your pit wouldn't be there? Let's say a regular axe trips on my pit. You know what would have happened? Nothing. I have a miskale, my axe would have tripped. The ox would have tripped, have a nafal, fallen down, the kai, and got right back up again. So, therefore, I would think that whoever put the stone there shouldn't be responsible at all. I put down a stone, the animal falls down, gets a scraped knee, gets back up. Kamash Blanc comes along, Rev, and says, No. To Yom the response to the stone guy is, Elav Evan, well, let me tell you something, sweetie pie, don't put a stone near my pit. If not for your stone, it wouldn't have fallen into my pit. If not for your stone, I like have enough a labira. It wouldn't have fallen in, and therefore, same machlekas, whether it's the stone or an axe pushing another axe. Okay. Do you know
1: Why somebody put a stone? Itmar,
0: we learned no. Itmar, we don't know. Itmar, we learned tapomid beis shor v'sharb sulemadosh If you have an axe. And an ox which is truly hamak An ox belongs to hektish but is not able to be used as a carbon. And these two oxen gore another animal. Maniyu, shar bachar, the liparakle, or, a, or an, a firstborn ox. Mishalim, The owner says that the uh, owner of the private ox pays half damages and that's it. Abaiyamar, Mishalim, Mishalim, as he could pay a quarter. Of the damage. Ha, vahab, and we're both dealing with tam animals, Hucker of Hucker of Nussan, and one opinion is going like the Rabbanan. The one who says you pay the owner of the private ox pays a quarter is following the opinion of the Rabbanan. The one who says you pay half is following the opinion of Rabbi Nussan, which is very logical, right? Again, because you have two oxen, co- the, the same thing, with, an ox gores another ox, causes it to fall into a pit. So there's two things causing damage to the ox the goring and the pit. The same thing would hold true if you have two oxen goring the ox. They both are causing the damage. Now, if one ox is a private ox and one ox belongs to dish, so then it's the same thing. The one that belongs to Hektish isn't going to pay. And the one that's private is going to end up paying either, according to their Rabbanon, half, according to Rabnasin, a quarter. You buy your Or you can say they're both following the Rabbanon. One's a tom, one's a mud. Okay? So if it's a mud, then you're really responsible for the whole thing, so you pay half damage. If it's a town, you pay half of your half. Igadharmi, there are those who say Abbay Amrachati Nezik, Ravin Amr Kulinazik. That in such a case where you have these two oxen, one truly Amakdasham and one private, Abai says you pay half, and Ravina says you pay everything. Havah mood, and they're both dealing with a case where it's a the the animal that the private animal that damages a muod, haqrabam, huh Once find am on the pin of the pin of nasa, you say mahavhaqar of nasan, huh mood, v ha bitam. Where do you pay where do you say you pay the full amount? That's gonna be following the opinion of uh, Ravina by and Bahabatam, and the other is going to be referring to, Abai is going to be referring to a case of Tom. Amar Rava explains, Adam What happens if you have an ox and a, and a person that pushes an ox into a pit? So again, we have two oxen, you have an ox and a person now. So then what do you do? The Indian Izaka, when it comes to damaging, Kula Khayavim. So everybody is responsible to take part in the payment. Okay? So everybody's got to pay. You got you got to split the damages. Only the person is going to be responsible, and the owner of the shar and the bar are going to be potters. Let me give you a case. You have a human standing next to a pit. Another human and an ax push that human into the pit. So everybody's responsible here. But the remember when a, Adam does damage. You have to pay four additional penalties. You don't only pay damage, you pay for loss of work, and medical bills, and embarrassment, and, and, uh, um, 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 um uh, but, uh, but, uh, but yeah, you pay for medical bills. I think I missed it. that's what I missed out. Right? Sorry, push up some Huh? He was the pusher,
1: huh?
0: the The human and the ox were both, both pushed another human into the pit. So everybody's responsible in the damage, but for the Ar- 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 Dvarim that goes specifically onto the adam, because only adam pays the nez- the tsarip and bayshes, right? The uh, the pain, the medical bills, the embarrassment, and the loss of work. But nobody else is responsible for that. L'nei kaifer, was from What happens if it's a, you push the nevi into the pit? So now there's a chi of on 30 Shkalim, Sharchai of Adobar paturim. that's only when an axe kills an Ebekanani, and that's going to go completely on the owner of the axe, and the person in the bar are going to be Pater. And in Kalim Bashar, uh, Psuli what if vessels got broken, or shar Sharchai What you know a pit is not liable on, so Adam Sharchai of, and then the only the adam and the Shar split the damages ubar, Bar, puttling. the owner of the bar, is, uh, is off the hook, because he's always off the hook when it comes to Kalim. My timer, what's the reason for all these halachas? Amakra, Behimas, Baham um, with the animal that, that that fell into a pit belongs to him. misha to whoever uh, whoever uh, owns the dead body excludes the 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 case of sharp hamakdashim because it's not his it, it belongs to hektish. the de Um Do you mean to say that when sharp hamakdashim is killed? That the owner that uh, there's no payment. But Boy, boy, rabba, there's a shylah. This is a shylah, it's not so simple. The boy Rabra asked the question, searching information, Bar Mahu. What if you have an axe which is Suliya disqualified to bring a carbun, but belongs to Hecdish? What is the Allah? Haiva Are you only responsible when there's an owner who can get access to the carcass? which means you're not going to be responsible for killing a sharp Sulliamdash in or perhaps whoever has to deal with the carcass and and there should be compensation. So we see that Rabbi had a Shailabat. It's not so simple. Answer the Gemara. Yeah. He started out with a question, but then he got an answer. He answered it. He asked it. And then he got an answer to tell me that whenever Sharpsuliam Akdashim gets damaged through Bar, he is not paid. How do you know that the owner of the victimized ox has to be the one who deals with the carcass? That its, it's responsibility is on him? We just came up earlier in the Masechta, which means if my, if my ox falls into your pit, so you have to pay But who has to deal with the dead ox now? I I have to. I have to. I can't say to you, "Well, my ox is in your pit, and you you just give me all the money, and you deal with the dead carcass. You deal with you. You deal with getting a crane to pull it out." No, the the responsibility is on the owner of the ox. How do you know that? (laughs) the owner of the shore, owner of the ox, is uh, the one who deals with the uh, the carcass maybe it means the owner of the pit has to deal with it because he's paying for it so now it's like his maybe he's got to deal with it so says uh, maybe switch it around no, the same way when vessels get broken in the pit the owner of the pit's not responsible he also doesn't have to deal with the carcass over here we're lenient on him with things that fall in. Other poter let's say that the one, uh, we're exempting the case of shor, she came by nezek because we're lenient on him when it comes to half damages, when your ox damages, you pay, uh, a Tom only pays half. So mar says, kuli nesek, miyash we don't find that uh, you're completely exempt uh, by shor. By shor we find sometimes you pay half, sometimes you pay whole. By a bar, sometimes you're mamish off the hook. And therefore, because of this uh, leniency, we're going to say so too over here that uh, we're going to be completely lenient on the owner of the bar when it comes to Sharp Sule And We'll hold it here for today. Best of people from the two dots. Have a one tomorrow evening. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening, everybody.